So I want to talk about um, celebrities embracing crypto. And there's been a few people who have already discussed this, but I'm going to take a slightly different angle on it. Um, I did listen to, and I would recommend this podcast, Crypto, sorry, Crypto Critics Corner. Um, In their last episode, they had an actor, Ben McKenzie, who, if you grew up, uh, I guess when I grew up, um, you would recognize him from the OC. And not that I really watched it, but it was everywhere at the time. And I've seen a few episodes. Um, He's an actor and he's been in, I guess, he still acts. He was in Gotham, which I didn't watch either. But um, he's... He's um, he's now writing about um, fraud and fraud and uh, in the crypto industry and just in general, I guess, the bubble that seems to be around crypto. And he's especially interested in fraud. And he went on the show along with his writing partner, um, Jacob Silverman, um, who's a writer and also a crypto critic and they're teaming up I think to launch to write a book together uh and I found the interview extremely well done uh and it was especially interesting because Ben McKenzie himself is an actor his wife is an actor and they he commented on how he was actually at the Super Bowl (laughs) um and he 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 thinks that in the um Hollywood space Obviously, these people have have huge platforms and that he doesn't think anyone is maliciously, you know, just advertising stuff, obviously, that they don't think is good. Maybe they see it as just another product. But the fact that these are investments, people are actually buying them with their money. Um, They're not just a product someone buys. They're, you know, an investment because they hope this turns out well for them and the price goes up and then they can sell it. Um, And they're basically buying into something, an investment that they don't control, you know? So, and you could argue that, you know, when Kim Kardashian was pumping um, ETH max or whatever, whatever she was pumping uh, to her followers, um, she probably had no idea really what it was, but I, I mean, this, person is worth a lot of money. She has lawyers. You know, why didn't the lawyers look at this and say, look, this is probably a bad idea. You know, you should really find out more about crypto in general, um, especially around the legal, you know, angle. Uh, And so, you know, I can only come to conclude, this is me talking, not from, this is just my take. Uh, I can only come to conclude that the lawyer who was advising her considered the risk to be low, um, didn't really look into it, wasn't really giving her good legal advice, in my personal opinion. But what he, what Ben, ben McKenzie was saying was that, hey, look, I mean, you're, you should look into this. You're, you're going to steer your followers the wrong way. And I don't think any of these Hollywood actors want to do that. But what he was saying is, I want, I want to know how much they're being paid. And it's different when you're pumping... Um, an investment contract, I think, because you're not just, you're not just, you know, usually I don't watch, I don't really watch a lot of these, these influencers, uh, but you know, they'll, they'll have a product, maybe some makeup and they'll wear it. Right. So they're consuming it. And just by association, you see the 
you know, Kim Kardashian is maybe trying on a brand of lipstick. And I mean, there's nothing really wrong with that. And most people realize that, yeah, she's probably being paid or whatever to do it. But if you go buy lipstick because Kim Kardashian did it, there's really no harm in that. It's not an investment contract. It's lipstick. <laughs> so there's a big difference. But anyways, I would really recommend that. Um, that podcast was really, really good. And that, that one episode in particular, um, I haven't listened to all of them, but that one episode for sure. Uh, great, great. Um, interesting take, I'd say. Um, you know, I'll just also point out that is Ben McKenzie the only actual actor that's actually come out against cryptocurrency? Or at least, and I wouldn't even say he's against it. I mean, he was super articulate and friendly, and um, he, he brings some skepticism, but it's done very, very well. And he's still in a questioning attitude. He's, he's just trying to find out what this stuff is, and he's just saying, hey, my flag has gone up on certain things. Um, certain things just sort of make me question what this is. And I'd say, yeah, he tends to think it's all, he think, tends to think it's a bubble. And he, I think he did use the word bubble. And a lot of fraud is going on as well. But yeah, is he the only actor that's come out against six? It's funny because you have all these crypto ads, you know, with Tom Brady and, and uh, Matt Damon, you know, Kim Kardashian, Reese, Reese Witherspoon. There's a bunch of girls who have come out with, and this was maybe a week or two before the Super Bowl. I saw a tweet from Jacob Silverman talking about how, you know, like, oh, I forgot who was involved. I know Reese Witherspoon was involved, and there's about four of them. And they all bought, like, the same collection of NFT. Uh, and then something else happened. And so it, was, it looked like a promo. Um, now, are these people getting any kind of legal advice? Um, maybe they think that because no one else is being, you know, shut or sued or shut down, although Kim Kardashian is being sued, uh, that it's okay. Um, I mean, do these act, why are they doing it? Do they actually really need the money? Does Reese Witherspoon think she needs the money? She sold, you know, like, I don't know, less than a year ago, she sold her her media company or her film company and, and made a bunch of money. Do these people like Eva Longoria, I think was part of it. I mean, do these people really need the money? Does Matt Damon need the money from crypto.com? I mean, I'd argue, you know, no. So what, why are they doing this? Uh, does Tom Brady need the money? And I get it. If you're rich, you don't just stop, you know, trying to make money, but what is their, underlying goal. Is it just to make more money? I mean, do they actually believe in these products? We will never know because they're being paid to be in advertisements for these products. Um, and if they come out and say their true feelings, and if they really don't believe it, you know, I don't think they've thought that that deeply about this stuff. Um, I think they just think it's a product, which I think they've been ill-advised because <laughs> I think all of these people might one day be sued. But I want to jump from that to talking about, you know, who we, you know, these are traditional celebrities. These are Hollywood people. Now let's think about people who are well-known, who have large audiences, uh, but that aren't considered Hollywood material. You know, they're, they're not actors. Um, I'm talking about like a Jordan Peterson or a, or a Ben Shapiro or um, who else lately? There's been a lot of people on the right, let's just say, <laughs> Uh, 
who, who I think this is, I think why they're doing it. They're upset with the way the system is functioning currently. They don't like the elite. They don't like where this country's headed. They don't like the people in power. They don't like how the system is run, you know, and you know, I'd say for good reason. They, they're, they're, they have a lot of legit complaints. Jordan Peterson was, I think, kicked out of his university or he, no, he quit. He actually quit, I think, but they sort of pushed him out. They really didn't like him. And, and I think he got on everyone's radar when he stood up and he said, I will not be coerced into speech. So, and it was all about gender pronouns. So he, the university that he taught at was, I think, forcing him to use the gender pronouns and he didn't want to do that. And he said, this is compelled speech. And he stood up for that, and I respect that. Um, so anyways, he, he grew an audience from there. Uh, but lately, he's been making the rounds on, on, on Bitcoin, on crypto. I think, in, I think just Bitcoin. I actually haven't watched any of his promotional stuff. I'm, I probably would cringe if I did. I just see him doing interviews and in his little tweets and stuff. He's talking about promoting Bitcoin. So they've gotten to this guy. Or maybe he went to it voluntarily. I'm not saying he's being paid. Uh, so I don't, I don't know if he's being paid for this, but he is sort of being paid in kind in that he's getting to go on other people's platforms that are popular in Bitcoin. And, and the Bitcoin people have really got this down to an art. <laughs> you know, maybe they don't pay for promotion, but they pay for it um, by, you know, exchanging favors like hey you'll come on my show i've got you know two million followers we'll promote you we'll we'll promote your brand you'll get every interview um imaginable so if you come out if you're if you're a popular person and you come out in favor of bitcoin or crypto in general you will be getting all kinds of requests to appear if you have any kind of you know audience if you don't, if you come out negative on crypto, I mean, look at Ben, ben McKenzie, negative on crypto. I did see that he's got like a couple CNBC appearances um, on two different occasions. And I also noticed that the, the, the people who are interviewing the Bitcoin skeptics on CNBC tend to be the same people. That's interesting to me. It tends to always be um, Andrew Ross Orkin, to some degree, although he also interviews a lot of positive people. But then he, but but Melissa Chung is the one that really interviews all the negative crypto people um, and doesn't fight with them, right? The the other the other anchors on CNBC always will fight with an with somebody they're interviewing. Uh, Pinboard was on there, and this this anchor was just fighting with him instead of letting him speak. He called it a pyramid scheme. Uh, and then you see, I always see the pumpers coming on CNBC, and they're always interviewed usually by the same people. It's really interesting, uh, but that's a side note. Um, yeah, but Ben McKenzie, like, if he's a well-known guy, I mean, he he's a well-known actor, um, and his wife is too. So, where's his interviews? Well, it's because he's not pumping it, right? He's he's critical of it, and so he's not getting the same kind of treatment. Uh, of course, he's not going to be paid to do an ad, obviously, but he's not even getting airtime on like a financial show like a CNBC that in theory should be somewhat neutral or at least show both sides. So hopefully later they won't be sued. I think that they will be sued and that they'll lose a lot of money off of this in the end. Uh, but so they're currently being paid a lot by um, crypto advertisers. Um, so they, they obviously don't want to be, they don't want to show, you know, the critical 
the case. But I want to I want to talk about how like a Jordan Peterson or a Ben Shapiro type, um, you know, they're like disaffected. They 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 think, well, you know, the system is corrupt. So I'm just so the answer is Bitcoin. The answer is Bitcoin, you know. And I saw Ben Shapiro. He got into it, I think, before Jordan Peterson. But I but, you know, like a year ago or something. And he had this whole section where he went over where he went over um, Bitcoin. And it was a, a quick little thing. I don't remember it being particularly good. Um, but, you know, he's, he, you know, I think he might have said some disclosures because he's a lawyer, so he's he probably is on the up and up. But um, a lot of these other people I don't think are giving disclosures. And I don't think they're necessarily being paid, but, again, they get basically a con- an in-kind contribution from Bitcoiners and that they're all linked to him. They'll promote him now. Now he's part of their club and they'll say, yeah, it's Ben Shapiro guys. He's on our team. You know, he'll, he'll promote Bitcoin, you know, or, or Ted Cruz, you know, he'll promote Bitcoin. The mayor in Miami, he'll promote Bitcoin. The mayor in, in New York, he'll promote Bitcoin. Um, and obviously they're not paying the mayor to do that. That'd be like a bribe, but they are saying, hey, we'll be behind you. You got our support. All you got to do is say you come out for Bitcoin. Yeah, pretty easy, pretty easy to do. Uh, the governor of Texas. Um, yeah, so so is that the answer, though? Just because you don't like the system, okay, Bitcoin, you know, Bitcoin fixes this, that's their little motto. You know, that's, what if you're, what if, what if you're actually, you know, you're, you don't like the system and you, t- you basically tell all your followers, go get into Bitcoin and then it collapses, right? People are going to be very, very upset. And if you're a leader of this sort of, you know, movement on the on the right, or you could be on the left too. Uh, but if you, you're upset with the way that the current system is working, and you basically tell all your people to go into Bitcoin, and it ends up being not uh, not going to solve their problems or not money, right? And if you believe, like I do, that it's a service and it's a payment service, and what do payment services do? They move existing fiat. And fiat currently is created by the government. The money is controlled by the government. And payment systems are controlled by the government. Every kind of payment system is controlled by the government. You know, and I talked about money transmission laws. Why, 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 why? If you're calling Bitcoin a payment network, why do you think you can get around the current money transmission laws? Hey, you're calling it a payment system, right? Not me. I mean, I, I think it is. I think it is a form of a payment system. It's a service that provides payment payment rails. Yes, it's a technology. I don't think it's a very good one because it doesn't guarantee you anything. But I think you could argue at this point, and I think it's very costly, you know. But I think you could argue it's a payment system that probably will fail in the end because it basically is going to require it to keep going up for people to even be interested in it. So. Um, and I think I think this is this is the conclusion I have right now. It's not showing itself to be a very good payment system. The people that are trying to move around money, they're currently breaking the law because they're no one in Bitcoin is registered as a money transmitter. No 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 miner is registered, right? Now, so they might want to argue that well, the Coinbase's of the world are, okay? But the Coinbase's of the world have are 
abiding by these laws, yes. And that means that when you go exchange your, your Bitcoin for fiat, because it's a payment rail, it's not money itself, it needs to be exchanged at some point. They're, by, they're abiding by the government rules, meaning they can still shut you down. And I don't, I think this is a fundamental problem that like they don't understand because the system, the, the, the money, money is controlled by the government. You're trying to build a payment system that's outside of this government, but by, by that definition, you're building something illegal. So what I think you should do is you should go and try to spend your effort into trying to change the laws. Getting a lot of people behind you and saying, look, this, th- we don't want this. We don't want to be spied on. We don't want to have our, our, of our funds frozen, uh, just because we support something that is politically different, um, in a totally nonviolent way. Um, we want something different. Well, if you organized around that, you can maybe have enough people to get and go change the system. But they're not organizing around that. They're mainly organizing around just this religion of Bitcoin solves everything, which it currently is failing to do. Um, it, I mean, it wasn't, you know, they're not even being, they're not able, they're not even able to use it for this trucker thing going on in Canada. It's failing at that. Um, because the government see, like froze a bunch of wallet addresses. So, um, and I think it's also just a failing to understand what Bitcoin is. I mean, it's not going to be sustainable. So you can't build a movement off of something that is not sustainable or not, at least not proven or at least proven to be a really bad service. I mean, that's what, that's how I would describe it currently. It's just a bad service. I mean, it's not, no one's guaranteeing you anything. You can have your, your wallet frozen. So anyways, about the celebrities endorsing it, uh, you know, I, I consider, you know, if, if somebody's well known, like a Ben Shapiro or Jordan Peterson, or, um, you know, they're not Hollywood celebrities, but they are well known, they have followers. And they're just, you know, you know, to some degree, maybe they're, they're advertising this in a different degree. And that's fine. Maybe they're just talking about it and trying to explore it, trying to figure out what it is. But by the nature of their enthusiasm, just their tweets, maybe they go into it more in their discussions, it's more nuanced, right? But just their tweets that say, yeah, Bitcoin, you know, you should go get, go look at Bitcoin or Bitcoin fixes this, or they'll, they'll retweet something like that shows me that, well, they're just a pump. Because anytime I see that, I just think pump, you know, Maybe I respect people who are in Bitcoin who actually want to discuss the technology, want to be honest about what it is and what it does. I don't respect people who just meme all day. And I don't understand memes that well. I don't like them because I don't like their hidden meaning meanings. They just want to spread this one thing without telling people what really they're spreading. And maybe that's how some people think ideas are spread but I just don't like that. I don't like to con people and I don't like to just push this word around and hope it spreads and becomes a thing um, without people really knowing what this thing is. Um, so if someone's into that, they're obviously into just um, faking their Bitcoin or their crypto um, around, like basically fake spreading it. So not, not on its own merits, not from people actually understanding what it is or what it could be, but basically just a buzzword that people find cool and then they just accept it because they're in this new club that you know, everyone treats them like they're the cool kid now, right? So if you join Bitcoin, 
you're in this cool club and you're like member for life. And it's, it's got that, that feeling around it. Um, and I think that the people who are, who are pushing it now, again, I don't know you know, the degree to which they're pushing it, but these people like Jordan Peterson who are pushing it, at least tweeting out these buzzy, buzzy things like Bitcoin is the great, is the greatest or Bitcoin is the new money. Um, I made that up, but that's basically what he's tweeting out now. Um, you know, I think they might be liable in the future as well, just because they have a large audience. And if they haven't um, done the due diligence, they could be really um, seen as promoting this stuff. And the difference between somebody with no following who's saying, oh, Bitcoin fixes this, and somebody like a Jordan Peterson or Ben Shapiro who have a very wide audience is exactly why celebrities pushing it are so dangerous as well, is because they're going to be the ones, right, that induce people. Like, so people follow these people. They, they watch their, their shows. They respect them. That's why these Bitcoin people are trying, or crypto people in general, are trying to get these people with massive audiences already so that they can sell people who follow them who trust them. Because they don't, no one trusts just an NFT or a Bitcoin guy they've never heard of, you know, even if they're well known in the Bitcoin community, but they will trust someone who they've been listening to for quite a while. Um, you know, and I really, you know, a lot of people like Tucker Carlson and I like him to some degree. I mean, he's better than a lot of news anchors. Um, but you know, he had on Michael Saylor and I didn't really watch the whole interview. Um, and I think, but he, you know, he, whenever I, I, I see him, he, he, he tends to usually be asking questions and I think he basically lets Saylor talk. Um, you know, but I hope that, you know, I hope that Fox and Tucker Carlson put some kind of disclaimer, you know, and I, I'm fine with, with big outlets interviewing these people. And it's one thing for someone to interview someone like a Michael Saylor. Um, but it's another thing for that person to then go adopt Bitcoin. And I haven't really seen Tucker do that. I've just seen him. He just mentions Bitcoin occasionally like, oh, yeah. And, the, you know, the truck, the Tucker, the, the trucker, you know, freedom convoy, he'll say, oh, you can donate through, you know, gives and go and also Bitcoin. That's fine. That's perfectly fine. I, don't, I really uh, don't think that Tucker's pushing it. I think he's interested in it because so many people now on the right are. Uh, so maybe, maybe the interview was good. I guess I, I, yeah, I will come to that conclusion that the interview that Tucker did with Michael Saylor was probably net good. Um, although, you know, interviewers do say fluffy things like, oh, you know, and you know so much about this and you're, you're sort of the expert. So barring that, I wish he was a little bit more investigative, but you know, I think mostly he was investigative, but the people, you know, and I don't think Tucker Carlson's tweeting out the same kinds of things that Jordan Peterson's tweeting out. Uh, but I just think that this is wrong. I think it's wrong to just embrace Bitcoin just because you're so upset with the current system. And I see, you know, even I see crypto skeptics doing like previous crypto skeptics, and I'm not going to name names in particular, but there's people who were skeptical of Bitcoin before with legitimate reasons who wrote blog posts and did interviews that I've listened to and who recently, about a year ago, you know, when the pandemic happened, just shifted. And the reasons they give is precisely that, you know, the pandemic, you know, maybe showed them the government, government's hand. Although 
the government sort of just went tighter on what they were already doing, you know. Um, so I don't think that really counts. Uh, but, you know, but also, but another reason they gave was that there's scams in every industry. Okay. But so although both of those two reasons were not in support of Bitcoin, right? We're not, didn't tell me anything about how you, how you, how you changed your view about Bitcoin. And that sends off a red flag to me. Meaning that the person who said this just jumped because they're tired of being on the wrong team, quote unquote. And they got tired of not having a solution to the current corruption that we see um, with Wall Street, with the Fed printing money, uh, you know, with with everyone being able to get get uh, do their own scam and sort of the SEC or no one going after these people. I think and I, I feel that, too. And I I I, I get it. Everyone is, is perpetuating a scam in crypto. Not everybody, but a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people are breaking the law. I think everyone, I could say 95% are breaking the law, just the money transmission laws who have built crypto businesses or, or, or running crypto or launching NFT or promoting an NFT. I mean, like 90% of these people, you could find a law that they broke and they could be charged, you know, they could be in jail. And the one thing I'd say is that Bitcoin and Bitcoin in particular has gotten very, very political. It used to be this thing where it was sort of anti-government. And, hey, we can exist. We built this thing. We can exist um, without government. Even if they pass the crazy laws that they do, we can still exist. And that's just not the case. It can't exist the way it exists today. Maybe it can exist as a very small version. But we're seeing time. There's just proof all around you that it doesn't exist without government. So what they're doing is they're seizing government power. They're making very, very powerful enemies. They basically told the Fed, they basically told people in positions of high government authority and power that we're trying to overthrow you, you know, or we're trying to at least pass regulations that are favorable to our industry. And you start messing around with energy policy. You start messing around with, you know, financial crime policy. You start messing around with all kinds of stuff that your political enemies don't profit off of and just don't want to don't want to see you be able to break the rules and not them uh or just or care about you know maybe the energy and the grid i mean people are going to be very upset or people who don't want taxpayers having to having to accept your bitcoin that you want to pay taxes with i mean in colorado they just said that you can pay taxes now with crypto with your bitcoin i mean so you're going to put all of the the pressure on the government now to find a buyer to convert it to dollars um all that risk. Why, why is the government doing that? Um, you know, I just think they're being paid off in one way or, or another, but, um, or just for political points, right. To get their vote. Uh, and I get it. I mean, there's lots of scams out there and it, to be, to be fair, it's super easy. It's not super easy, but for people who I guess know what they're doing in crypto, you can make money if you get lucky and if you know, you, you create something that, you can pump somehow and you're most likely committing some kind of fraud. Uh, but if you get lucky, you can make a lot of money and people just see this easy, easy way to get rich. They also see that they need to join some kind of movement. They want a solution um, because they don't like the way the system is run. And so they're just saying, okay, Bitcoin. Okay. Well, how is that going to be good long-term if, uh, 
you know, if it collapses or if you still can't move money around, which Bitcoin is failing to, to actually live up to its promise. Um, so how is this a solution? It's only a solution to people who are in it to make money. And if you are in Bitcoin or in crypto and you may be, you may really believe in it, but I encourage you to think about the people who might be selling and telling you not to. Right. So there's people that will sell, right. And they'll, they'll tell you they're hodling, but they're not, they're going to sell because they know that this thing will collapse and you don't think it will, but they, they definitely do. And they're, they're just short-term traders. They're just, they're chasing momentum. Uh, like a Bill Miller type. I recently read about him. He lost like 90% of his wealth in the housing crisis. He didn't see the housing crisis. He didn't see the housing bubble, right? Now he made a bunch of money buying Bitcoin and buying Amazon. So that's his only, like they say, oh, he's a billionaire. And then he go, just go, you know, found this out just doing a quick Google search. And the fact that he wasn't able to see the housing bubble and doubled down on all the, the names that got blown out um, shows me he's not either good at predicting bubbles or maybe he just got very unlucky and he, he thought that the Fed would bail him out. So, but still, I mean, thinking the Fed's going to bail you out uh, does not send confidence down my spine because he he's obviously a government guy. He thinks that, oh, well, you know, these are distressed assets, but, oh, the government's got my back. I mean, is that somebody who would be in Bitcoin or is that somebody who's just taking advantage? I think taking advantage is, is you know, that's just my my very basic impression after just five minutes of looking at his wiki page. <laughs> uh, that may not be accurate, but that's just how what I'm thinking now. So is there is there a difference again between celebrities, you know, like Kim Kardashian and people like, you know, Ben Shapiro or Jordan Peterson who are promoting Bitcoin? And, you know, Jordan Peterson, I think, got into it relatively recently. You know, not that long ago. Same with Ben Shapiro. Why haven't they been talking about it, you know, for four years? Why all of a sudden? You have to ask that kind of question as well. 